Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sincerely Chronicles podcast. It's your girl, Shanice, back with another episode from our Sincerely a New Mommy um, segment. And your girl is actually in the midst of pumping. (laughs) Um, As you can see from the title, we're going to be talking about, um, well, as you probably assumed from the title, we're going to be talking about breastfeeding. Um, And what better way to make this um, podcast more realistic than it already is, because you know I'm bringing you the real for real, um, than to be discussing breastfeeding while pumping milk. Um, and actually, uh, I actually have my daughter in the next room. She is sleeping. I just put her down for a nap and I am, I'm going to try my best to record as much of this podcast with, um, hopefully minimal interruptions from Miss Amina. Um, but, um, uh, I really want to talk about breastfeeding because I think that, it is a very, one, interesting topic. I think it's kind of a taboo topic, especially for um, some women of color. I think that for women of color, we get very discouraged um, with breastfeeding um, because it is, it's time consuming. It's hard. Um, it takes dedication. Um, and it, well, I already said it's hard, but you know, it's really just not easy. Um, I initially, first I want to talk about, because I know some people ask me like, um, on the Sincerely Chronicles Instagram page, you know, what made you want to breastfeed? Um, to be perfectly honest, the reason why I started breast, or the reason why I um, was leaning towards breastfeeding, um, it was a few reasons. First, um, I was told that one, breastfeeding would help me like, you know, lose that, um, that baby weight. And I'm not gonna lie, y'all, your girl was gonna do anything. <laughs> except for get surgery, to get rid of the baby weight. Um, that was definitely a big, big, big driver for me. And when people told me, yes, it's going to suck everything out your stomach, I said, yes, I want to be in line. Let me be first. So um, that's one reason why I decided to breastfeed. In addition to wanting to um, drop my baby weight, um, I had just heard, you know, like it's it's the best um, for your baby. You know, it's the next best thing to when she was in your stomach and, you know, you were eating and your stomach was or, you know, you were able to filter out um, what nutrients and things like that she would take from you. And I was like, oh, OK, well, you know, that's even better. Lastly, um, to be honest, it's cheap to breastfeed. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, you know, how much money, and I don't know, but how much money do um, parents spend on, like, infamil or formula and different things like that? I have no idea. You know why? Because I'm not using that. (laughs) Um, All I have to worry about is making sure that I'm taking care of myself and my body and putting the right things that I need into my bloodstream um, so that I can filter out and be able to give her um, the best that I can. Um, In... So that's kind of like, those were like the three reasons why I decided to breastfeed. Um, So I could drop my baby weight because it was going to be the best for her and I would be saving lots of money. Um, So let's kind of get into like my journey breastfeeding. So what they don't tell you at the hospital is that you do not, um, you don't get any milk or your milk doesn't physically come down, so they say, um, until like day five of um, postpartum. 
so like after I had my baby it literally was I want to say um maybe the third or fourth day that I actually started to um like create milk and it was really tough you guys like the whole latching process is very tough so latching is when you basically um put your your baby's mouth up to your nipple and you try and get them to literally attach their little um meaty gums onto your nipple area the that areola areola area to physically um um bring milk out of your boobs and I think what's hard about it is, you know, the baby, the baby is frustrated because the baby is hungry. Um, you know, your nipple has never felt such a tug um, before. And let me tell you, baby gums are like tough. So I can't even imagine women who breastfeed and their child is like two years old and they got teeth. Because I'd be like, what? Like, oh my God, that is so painful. But... And the thought is that if while you're in the hospital, you just let, allow the baby to latch on, taking turns with both nipples, um, that their saliva will actually bring the milk, will like somehow send, you know, some type of sensory cue to, you know, the milk and it will stimulate um, milk in your boobs, your breast. And I just think that's so interesting. But about the fourth day is when my milk started to come down per se um however um my child did not she did not take well to like latching on she was extremely irritated um she would just cry and scream when I was trying to put her on the boob um the milk like it just wasn't coming out you know quick enough for her and it was very discouraging while I was in the hospital I'm not gonna lie um they pretty much just kept giving me like the infamil bottles and um she was just you know sucking those down but what I ended up doing was I think for two days while I was in the hospital I kept asking the nurses like well can someone teach me like how to pump like what do I do because they do give you a pump or they let you um they allow you to pump using their pumping their breast pump machine while you're in the hospital and so um you know I was in first time mom so I was like can someone teach me how to do this like what do I do um like two days I asked and finally like the fourth day um one of the she wasn't my nurse but she like came in and would check my vitals she actually taught me and I sat there for like a day and I literally was just pumping milk pumping milk I was so excited um I was only filling like two ounce bottles at a time so literally just enough to feed her um for each like feeding like or whatever um but I was honestly like just super duper excited and from that what I would do and this is what kind of worked for me but what I would do was first off I was on a liquid diet so I couldn't do anything but like sit around and drink milk I mean drink water and like have soup so I would drink lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of water and then I would literally just pump milk like just sit and pump because I really couldn't do much else I'm in the hospital I couldn't leave my room I couldn't do anything so while she was sleeping I was just like pumping milk um and that worked out really well I would uh, like have her try to latch on or at least allow her saliva to stimulate my nipple and then I would pump from that breast and I would do the same thing on the other side and then I would pump from that be- breast and that would really help me like you know get a nice amount of of um of milk I think that I was able to like feel like I don't know 
I think the little containers they gave me were only two ounces so that's kind of like what I was filling up at a time and you know that seemed amazing to me you know I didn't know any better um but once I got home and I opened up my own like breast pump and everything um when I when I got home I think the the first night I actually did try to get her to latch on because I don't know I was in a good mood and I just felt like you know what I'm gonna try this again let's not give up um and so she actually latched on the first night I came home and she she um she breastfed for a little bit probably like five or five to seven minutes and then I ended up just feeding her um at that time, we just had a couple of, of the, um, like, formula bottles left over until I could start pumping. And so after she latched on, we gave her one of the formula bottles while I pumped. And at that at that point, like, I was filling up, like, five, six-ounce bottles. And I think the, from that first week, I was, like, pumping, like, four times a day, um, both boobs. And I was, like, definitely bringing in a lot of milk. Like, I was, like, yes, just call me Mrs. Got Milk, okay? And, um, things are going very well. That second week, um, I think it kind of set in that one, I was really a mom. I was on my own. There were no nurses. Like, there was, like, really no one. And Chris had gone back to work. And it was a little bit harder. It was definitely a little bit more difficult to be able to pump four times a day. Um, and it kind of, like, came down to, like, three times a day. And then maybe it wasn't as much milk because I really wasn't able to sit around and just drink water because, you know, now I'm back at home in my natural habitat, you know, I, I'm getting her adjusted, I have five dogs, um, you know, they're getting readjusted to me being back home, I've got to let them out, and I'm by myself, um, she, I wasn't getting to sleep at night, so I really needed to take naps during the day, you know, so I was, like, kind of missing those pump sessions, and, um, my milk was, it just wasn't coming through as much. So I started to kind of like research, like, you know, what will help me, um, be able to produce more milk. So, you know, obviously drinking lots and lots and lots of water, eating oatmeal, brown rice and different things like that. Um, a lot of grains. Um, and to be honest, that all sounds really good, but the reality of being able to drink a gallon of water a day while taking care of a newborn, um, having a home with five dogs, trying to feed yourself, let alone try and get a shower in, maybe even sit on the toilet. Um, it's just really unrealistic. And then you're talking about cook, brown rice, oatmeal. No, um, it just wasn't realistic. And what I noticed started to happen um, week three is that my production was going down. So not only was my production going down, but that actually was because I was not pumping enough. So because no one really taught me the fundamental the fundamentals of um breastfeeding and like um the importance of pumping, I had no idea that I should have been pumping after every time she fed. So the hours that she was feeding, I should have been putting her on the breast so she could stimulate the milk in my boobs. And then directly after or while she was feeding, I should literally be pumping on the other boob that's available. I had no idea. Um, and then I should be doing that every feeding, which for her is like every two to three hours. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. So once I made it to like week four, I was starting to like really get 
like I'm, I'm not gonna lie like kind of sad down and depressed now I, luckily those first couple of weeks I was able to produce a lot of milk and you know store them in my freezer so I've been able to suffice even though I'm not um, producing as much as I was before I'm still going strong and still trying to um just keep keep up with everything you know try and drink some water and uh-oh sorry real life is happening you hear my dogs um uh-oh I was still really trying to like produce and keep going but I'm not gonna lie to you guys it became very difficult and I became extremely discouraged um and I I kind of like slacked I, I went down to only pumping twice a day like early in the morning because I was getting a lot of milk at that time and then late in the evening right, right before she went to bed because I was also filling up like maybe 12 ounces at that time as well so I was getting 12 ounces during the day and 12 ounces at night and I was just like you know forget it that's just gonna have to suffice um now oh my gosh I'm so embarrassed you guys that my dogs are barking but this is real life and I try and give you guys the real and the raw because like I told you like I'm a new mom and this is how life is lifing um and you're experiencing that right now because this is what happens. Luckily, my daughter is so used to it from being in the womb that it literally does not even get to her. Like, it does not bother her at all. And I really love that because um, it's very discouraging. Um, other than that... Oh, well, let's get back, you know, to the subject. Sorry, I kind of got a little sidetracked. Now give me a second. All right, so I had to take a second um, because as you guys heard, the dogs kind of got a little rowdy. Um, that usually happens when someone comes to the door or if Chris comes home, basically if anyone comes to the house. Um, but now they're calm. Um, Chris's mom stopped by to see the baby. So now we're back. <laughs> um, but anyways, like I was saying, um, when my milk production started to go down, um, I, I, I got a little down, um, down in the dumps. Um, personally, I felt like, you know, my body was just kind of um, letting me down because I wanted so hard to be so good at something. Um, and if you're like a girl mom, you know that it's very hard to like please your daughter, especially when the dad is um, present because like, I don't know, little girls just naturally just love their dad more. And it's like she can smell my fear. Like she knows that um, that I'm afraid or, you know, that I'm new and I feel like she just knows that and she makes it like so much harder for me like I promise you guys she like screams bloody murder when it's just me and then when she's with her dad she's like a little freaking angel and she doesn't believe that like when you know like doing the night shift like that she's up all night just screaming and crying he thinks that I just like make this stuff up because when he's up with her she's just fine I mean she sleeps through the night like literally no issues at all but back to the the breastfeeding part of it um you know so I, I got a little bit down and then I was reading that you know your mood and you know your emotions have a lot to do with um your milk production and during that time I was experiencing a little bit of um I guess you can call like uh like sadness um 
I had had a lot of family like coming in and out of town, obviously to visit um, and see her. And once they all kind of retreated back to their, you know, homes, I was a little sad. You know, I didn't have any more family. I felt like I was, you know, back on this this train alone and it was just like me and her. Um, and I was a little down and that obviously was affecting my milk production. Now, as of a few days ago, I've like really been posting, you know, like, you know, like, hey, I'm pumping or, you know, this is how it's going just to update on, you know, milk production and stuff like that. And if you all, you know, follow the Instagram page, the Sincerely Chronicles Instagram page, then you know, like my production has been up and it's, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's not consistent, but it's all a work in progress. And that's what I'm learning. You know, it's trial and error, a work in progress, and you really have to stay positive um about the 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 journey and it's not easy but you just you just gotta stick with it you know what I'm saying um so yeah um another question that I was asked was um do you or have you um had any alcohol since you know like being postpartum like since coming home with your child and since you're breastfeeding so one I want to clear up like a myth and then address um like the whole having alcohol thing one I it's kind of well it's not kind of it is a myth that oh if you go out and you drink like you need to pump and dump that's a myth um in reality your body naturally filters out alcohol if you're drinking it in the portions that you're supposed to so if you have an average um what is uh what is average um glass of wine within 30 minutes your body is going to filter that glass of wine through your bloodstream so it's not going to come through your breast milk now obviously like i said um essentially i should be pumping every two to three hours however i like to do a um morning like midday and then an evening pump so the best thing for me to do would be to if I'm going to pump let's say I usually pump it about between 6 and 8 a.m and then again around um like somewhere between 2 and 4 p.m and then usually again at like 10 p.m um so the best thing to do if, if I'm planning on going out I should probably do my 10 p.m. pump maybe at like 8 o'clock. Now, I'm not going to get as much milk. However, at least I will have suffice for being able to still give my, like, um, what do you call it? To kind of like send those, that filter or whatever that is out to my, whatever that produces the milk to let them know like, hey, I still want you to produce milk, but it's just going to be at a different time. And obviously it's going to be a different frequency. So not as much a heavy volume. Um, and then I could drink that night and obviously by 6 a.m. the next day, I'll have what I need. Um, and it'll be safe. I don't have to pump it and dump it because it'll already be cleared out. Now, the reality, I was very, very, very afraid. And to be honest, I didn't even have time to have a drink. Like that, that's what they don't tell you. Being a new mom, when you got time to have a drink, you barely have time to drink. Didn't I just tell y'all, when do I have time to drink water? Yeah. So if I don't have time to drink that whole gallon of water a day, when would I have time to have a drink? Now, full disclosure, I'm not like a heavy drinker. I'm definitely a wine girl. Um, so, you know, even just to have a glass of wine, which was safe while I was pregnant, and I did, um, I think two times throughout my pregnancy, I did have a glass of wine. 
um and you know it was enjoyable and whatnot but it took a really long time to drink it you know i was definitely overthinking um and to be honest like when do you really have time to unwind and maybe even talk to someone to be able to have a glass of wine after you have a baby hardly ever so the first time i actually just had some wine like last week and like i said my child just turned one month um march 10th which was literally two days ago so like i pretty much waited until she turned a month and you guys it was the smallest glass and still in the refrigerator because i couldn't even finish it so i'm sure that filtered through my body in 10 minutes um and i literally could have pumped 15 minutes after it but um also because of the fear i just went ahead and i had like literally three sips and i didn't even pump for that that night after i had it and it had a lot to do with i was just having a hard time life was life if you know me you know life just be life and i was just down and i just really needed a sip to kind of take me out of my reality um and just the fear around it just made me just be like you know what i'm not even gonna you know like pump after this now the backfire is if you do follow like a lot of my posts um i have done research and they do say that the more alcohol that you drink um the harder it is to um maintain your previous um production amount so if you go out and you have a shots and you know, multiple mixed drinks, you're probably not going, or I probably wouldn't be able to produce that 12 ounces the next morning. Um, so you really want to be mindful of when you're breastfeeding, if you're drinking, how much you're drinking, and, you know, what you've been producing. Can it hold you over, you know, until you're able to get your production back up? Now, there are a lot of alternatives to help you with production. There's different teas, um, herbs, um, lactation cookies, all of these different things. And I haven't tried them yet, but being as though um, I've just been having a hard time, I wanted to give it some time before I resorted to those other measures and just see if I could naturally restore my production, in which that's what I'm working on now, just kind of getting back to making sure that I'm drinking enough water, um, trying to actually eat. But like I said, that all um, goes with like, um really your mental and then also just being able to um create I don't even want to say create but try and understand how to best schedule in your pumping time with your baby schedule now for me that is super hard even though Amina should eat every two to three hours or one to three hours um during the day it's very difficult on average, she wakes up around 9 a.m., which is when she should feed, um, and then she'll have her bottle, but um, let's say if she had a bottle at 6 a.m., that was, I probably just pumped at 7 a.m., you know, and then I'm not going to pump again until a little bit after lunchtime, uh, and that's if she wakes up for her, that's if she doesn't wake up for her lunchtime feed, then I'm able to pump at lunchtime, and then I should take a nap, because technically she's taking a nap, but does that happen? Absolutely not, so what usually ends up happening is, I don't pump during lunchtime, I take a nap during lunchtime, because she's taking a nap, and then at around four o'clock, when maybe Chris is home, then I try and pump, um, and you know then you know the the rest of the day happens so it just goes to say like 
um, when you're when you're a new mom, like nothing really goes as planned. Um, everything is it's, it's just like it's random. It's whatever you can make it. It's whatever you can kind of like come up with, and you know, and and it's tough. It's difficult. It's hard. Like, um, I I try, but nothing is guaranteed. And like for instance, like last night, and this is like a really quick like little story time. Um, last night for the first time, I went out. Yay! Um, I went out, and I just literally I just went to dinner. I was gone for maybe like three hours. And in those three hours, I think Chris must have given her like two bottles. And so when I got home, and also, mind you, she's up to drinking four ounces now. Today, she actually had a five ounce bottle, almost died. But anywho, um, so uh, when I got home, she was like screaming, crying. I gave her another bottle. And do you know, she didn't go to sleep. I got home at 11 something. She didn't go to sleep until 5 a.m. Yeah. So when I went to sleep at about 6 a.m., I had to get back up at 9 a.m. to try and pump. And I was only able to pump, like, basically one bottle, and it wasn't even a five-ounce bottle. And that was both boobs. So um, today has been very, very rough for me because I feel bad about, one, going out. That kind of changed your schedule. Um, I didn't drink a lot of water yesterday because there's just a lot going on. Like I said, life has been life in. And so then to see that my production was that low, it was definitely, um, like hurtful. It was a slap in the face. Um, and then now I'm just finding like, it's just been hard just in general to get my production back up. Like while obviously we are recording, I literally just pumped a bottle that is only four ounces and that was both boobs for a total of um 30 minutes I did 15 and 15 the reason why I did that is because after usually after 15 minutes I fill a bottle with one boob so if at 15 minutes I haven't filled the bottle with one boob that means I'm gonna have to pump both boobs to at least attempt to fill the bottle and even doing that I did not fill the bottle with both boobs I only got four ounces so um you know obviously I need to make some changes or you know drink more water um I've been eating a lot more fruit that are high in water content so like a lot of melons watermelon um honeydew cantaloupe um you know anything with seeds so I've been eating a lot of strawberries um even pineapples and um mentally it is exhausting because honestly just trying to remember to eat in general is tough so let alone eat drink water feed your kid pump you know what i'm saying i haven't even showered yet today not gonna lie um i literally just brushed my teeth and that's only because um family stopped by to see the baby and that's all i did was brush my teeth my face ain't even washed um so i i definitely would say like if you're thinking if you're considering breastfeeding um do it like it is the best like i can say that I am a month postpartum and I am down 37 pounds um, and that makes me super duper happy. I gained about a total of 50 pounds during my pregnancy so I was originally 171 um, when I found out I was pregnant and I found out like super early like I knew as soon as I missed my period I was pregnant because I've never missed a period. Oh, they're going to dogs again. Um, and then right before I gave birth they weighed me in at 218. Um, so probably around like closer to 220 because that was just my checkup weight. Um, but 
I had a lot of fluid and stuff like that in me before I gave birth. So I was definitely more than 218 when I gave birth. And as of Thursday, um, what was Thursday? I think it was like the 9th or the 8th, something the 9th, I think. Um, I am 181. So yeah, I've, I've already, I'm already down 37 pounds um, with about 10 more pounds to go just to be at my original weight. And then um, I can't wait to um, just document my journey once I'm able to be, once I'm able to exercise, because right now I still kind of, uh, I'm still like a low impact. I can't really do anything because I did have a C-section, which is another reason why I really wanted to breastfeed. Having a C-section, um, you're not able to do as much um not too many movements not too much walking um so it, it is best that I'm like either breastfeeding or sitting and pumping um because like overnight I failed to mention this but overnight I usually just put her on the breast so that I don't have to get up and go make a bottle versus during the day I'm usually closer to the kitchen so I'll just like you know thaw out my um my storage uh breast milk bags and then make her bottles from there um, so I know you're probably like, oh, why are you always pumping? Like, are you actually breastfeeding? I do. I breastfeed, um, overnight. And if I have the time during the day, I'll latch her onto the boob. Let's say if she's super fussy while I'm warming up, um, her stored milk. And that's just kind of like how things are going for me. Um, but like I was saying previously before I gave you guys that little snippet of that real life story, um, I definitely recommend you um, breastfeeding. I can definitely see that it's helping me with like my weight um, and my confidence, which is so odd. But I know a lot of women don't like to breastfeed because they're like, oh, my boobs are going to sag and look ugly. Um, I don't know about anybody else, um, especially like other moms, but something about giving birth to my child made me way more confident about my body actually than being depressed about it because I literally gave I created another human being, um, and that's amazing, and to think that my body was able to carry that little human, and now it is able to produce its own milk, you know, I'm able to feed my child from me, my, my body is able to feed my child, I think that is just amazing, and even if nobody else finds it attractive, I find it super duper attractive, attractive in and of myself. And I think that I'm the best thing smoking. And that's really all I need. Only my opinion matters, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I definitely highly recommend it. I do, I can tell you that what has been difficult for me and her has been diet. Um, when you're breastfeeding, it's very important to be cognizant of what you're eating because what you're eating, um, it translates in your, your breast milk. And so like the first couple of weeks of, um, breastfeeding, I noticed that she was having really bad gas. Um, she was very colicky, just kind of like screaming uncontrollably. And I felt like I couldn't calm her down. And it actually was because I had too much dairy in my diet and I had to cut down on the dairy. Um, to kind of like get rid of that fussiness which is why I've like been eating way more fruits I need to eat way more vegetables um and I think that she'll be fine but all in all I would say definitely um have a good diet drink lots of water keep a positive attitude and mentality I mean your mental is 
literally everything when breastfeeding and when having a newborn in general because mentally you become very exhausted there's a lot of change and you know you're trying to adapt there are a lot of things that are coming up things that you can't control and you know it's it's a lot so being able to um like be one with your mental is super duper important um I feel like that's it. I don't think there were any other questions. I know people definitely asked me, you know, like why I wanted to breastfeed, um, how it was going, how much milk I've been producing, and um, like would I recommend others to do it? And I feel like I answered all of those questions for you all. Um, if you have any other questions or if there's any other topics that you would like me to discuss, if there's anything else you're, you're, you want to gain from my podcast, please, please, please make sure that you comment on my, um, my Sincerely Chronicles Instagram page under the post um, in which I had the podcast discussion for. Ask me those questions, DM me, you know, hit me in my stories. I love to like, you know, ask you guys questions um, in hopes that you will, you know, interact with me and ask me questions. Um, like, it, it's, it's just been wonderful. It's been amazing. Um, please stay tuned um, with the Sincerely Chronicles page because our YouTube um, is going to be dropping the visuals for Books with Baby um, very, very soon. I'm not even going to give you a date yet because I haven't committed to a date, but I will let you know that I have started back reading to her and I have started back recording. So that will be dropping super duper soon as well in some day in the lives um, with Mina Mina um, on the YouTube as well. And I'm just looking forward to this transition um, for our podcast to go to YouTube and just really get to interact with you guys. Um, and I, I just hope that you love it as much as I love like pressing out this content. Thank you so much for listening. And um, thank you so much for, you know, following us and being on this journey with me. Um, I hope that this podcast wasn't too noisy, but it was actually Chris's idea for me to stop trying to plan to do my podcast in like really quiet spaces because, you know, now circumstances are different. I am a new mom and what is more authentic than recording my podcast and you actually being able to hear that I live a life that's raw and authentic, just like everyone else. Um, being a new mom, it doesn't really get that quiet um, unless I'm asleep <laughs> and she's asleep. And, you know, I just want you guys to be able to kind of hear my journey in the most authentic way ever because at the end of the day, my what I want to do is to be able to share my experiences and let you guys know that it's not easy and that it's 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 a lot, you know, and, and this is not TV, you know, I'm not like famous or anything. I don't have nannies. I really don't even have that much help. So um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Um, and I will see you next Sunday with another podcast from Sincerely A New Mummy on the Sincerely Chronicles channel. So thank you guys so much. Don't forget to follow me on um, Instagram at Sincerely Chronicles and also on YouTube at Sincerely Chronicles. Um, and please, if you can, leave me um, some reviews um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, whatever you choose to listen. Please leave me some reviews and let me know, you know, what you're thinking. I really love and enjoy your feedback um, and I need it. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Bye.